This is why we love the great <laughs> game of football. I, Bill, I have no other way to say that. I mean, what we just witnessed for that long of time, I mean, bleeding into the the Buffalo-Kansas City game, which, oh, by the way, is tied at seven apiece mm-hmm. in case you're living in a cave and you only have your transistor radio. Uh, but with that being said, uh, seven, seven in that game, but... Um, uh, what can I say about that game? You know what? I'm going to let the call. Bill, I know ahead of time uh, you asked for the call. We'll let the call speak for itself right here. Ah! That's it, Sean. <laughs> that was. And one more thing, Sean. Let me do one more thing. Ah! <laughs> Bill just donned the Rams helmet. <laughs> that was my reaction. Um, actually, I did a toll was short because it came right down the middle. Yeah. Um, but when he completed that pass to Cooper Cup down to the whatever yard line it was to set up the winning field goal, I lost it. It was like watching my my sons Billy or Chris play or my daughter Lindsay uh, do something incredible. It was family, and it was un believable and and you know what sean it's just what you said at the beginning of the show why we love sports here i am an absolute basket case in the second half of that game so much so sean (laughs) i went down to my bedroom and i turned on ozark (laughs) i couldn't watch the game when when things started getting goofy so i'm like okay i can't do this (laughs) i go down and I, I got my, my phone, and I'm checking the ESPN feed, and I'm watching Ozark, and then here come the Bucks, Here comes Tom Brady. Here comes the Brady magic. And then I, I, I swear to you, I, I told both of my sons this, um, and I actually, I actually called Matthew after the game and left him a message and told him the same thing. When, when that game started getting goofy, started getting goofy, I thought, you know what's going to happen here? And, and it was like a premonition, Sean. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, we all get goofy, right, with mm-hmm. with sports and following teams. But I said, okay, you know what? Let, let, let the Bucks tie the game. Just give Matthew a minute to go. And he's going to do what you and I have seen him done, have, have seen him do so many times. He's done it before. He can do it again. And I don't even want to get into, you know, does this justify Matthew, blah, blah, blah. Not in our world. But what he did today was historical. I just heard something that the Rams are the first team in NFL history to turn the ball over four times in a playoff game on the road and win the game. Nobody's ever done that. And, I mean, Matthew's numbers the last two weeks, uh, playoff time is money time. I mean, 41 of 55, 568 yards, four TDs, and an average rating of 133. Holy crap! If that's not what we know this this young man can do nothing is and um it like like you said you couldn't have said any better this is why we love sports this is why we love this team uh a game uh, that they call football because today was such an example where he played impeccably but yet others you know there were fumbles there were you know a missed field goal a short field goal by a pro bowl kicker I mean, who would have thunk? And, you know, you have Tom Brady on the other side, and you can never, ever, ever um, give him too much time. So, uh, and and he got it done, but Matthew, 
you know, who knows what Tom's future is, but uh, that was magical. That was magical. Bill, you, you, like what you said there was my exact same feeling watching that second half. The Rams did everything they could to hand that game over. And I, I, with all due respect, Sean McVay's a heck of a coach. I I thought it was what, how conservative they got, the turnovers that they made. And the crazy thing about it is it looked like Tampa didn't want to do anything with it. The Rams were playing so well defensively and Mm -hmm. and it was like, nah, we don't want it. Oh, you're going to turn it over again. Thanks. Anyway, Oh, you're going to give it back to us. We don't want to do anything with it. And then Tom Brady went Tom Brady, and they yeah. they, they got those scores. I mean, you, you you can't keep giving a guy like that the opportunity. No. But I think a lot of people also learned something that we know very well here in Detroit. You can't leave too much time on the clock for Matthew Stafford. Golly. No. Seen it too many times, Bill. Seen we have. I mean, where do you start? I mean, the, uh, the game in Minnesota um, back in 14, was it, or 16? I forget when Golden Tate – caught the uh, touchdown 16. pass to win in yep. overtime. The Vikings had a 99.9% chance of winning that game, but we had Matthew, right? Yep. The game in London, similar circumstance. There was a game against New Orleans, a game against Miami. You can go on and on and on and on. And we've seen that. He still has his local critics, which are mind boggling to me, but they are who they are. I think you know, we've seen it when when certain members of the media are so strong in their opinions and comments, they can't admit that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that opposite opinion has some merit to it. I mean, I even heard something this week, Sean, um, and I've heard it so many times over the years. Uh, well, his, uh, his yards per attempt are about the worst in the league. Okay, if that were true, that would support the uh, – the age-old theory that, yeah, well, he's going to put up those junk yards because he throws the ball so many times. Um, he was third in the league this year, Sean. Third in the NFL. Ahead of Rodgers, ahead of Brady. Okay. So I did a little work today, too. His career average yards per attempt is the same as uh, Dan Marino. Okay. I mean, I think he was a pretty good quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the uh, the last story, and I'll I'll get off my, uh, you know, my box here. But I remember vividly one summer driving up north and I was listening to the the sports station in town. (laughs) And someone on the show, the afternoon show said, he has a worse rating in the NFL for yards per attempt. He's last in the league. I knew this wasn't correct. I just knew it wasn't. I wasn't sure what it was. I probably should have. So I called back to the office. It was in the summer. And I got poor Matt Barnhart. I said, Matthew, you're gonna you're gonna research something for me right now. So he did he did the research and got to me. And that year, Matthew was eleven of about forty five fifty quarterbacks rated. He had his career best ranking in that category. And so it's easy it's easy to to take shots, especially when when you're making up stuff or you're presuming things that aren't true um i hope after the last two weeks that people give him some credit that he definitely deserves because uh you know god bless the kid and uh and you're you're right about about coach mcveigh i mean oh when when that series of fumbles occurred when brady was sacked fumble rams recover it was a two possession game 
And I'm thinking just run the ball. Run the ball, three plays, kick a field goal. It's a three-possession game. But the first, I think it was the first down, Sean. Matthew's in shotgun. The snap goes over his head. They get it back, and it's like, uh. But you know what? What has made Matthew great? He has some gunslinger in him. We know that. We've seen that. I think makes the Rams great. Makes Sean McVay one of the top coaches. They are who they are. He is what he is as a coach. And uh, and it worked today. <laughs> At least it well, worked today. At some point in time, and I'm not even I'm not even making this about Tampa today. I'm just saying, like memo to the rest of the league. Yeah. At some point in time, guys are going to have to double Cooper Cup. Oh my it, gosh! It's insane. Yeah. He doesn't just get open. No. He gets way open, and especially yeah. at that juncture of the game, both those plays. What was it? Correct me if I'm wrong. I was it a twenty a twenty yard reception and then a forty four yard reception. Right. I, I right. mean, everybody knows who this guy is. He put up monster yeah. numbers, and yet he's still able to make things happen. Yeah, I don't. I, I hate to use this analogy, but as I've been sort of digesting that play, I'm thinking of uh, a guy named Sterling Sharp. Yeah, <laughs> who, yeah. who was the best receiver on a Packers team back in '93? Uh huh. And uh, he got behind the coverage. He scored a touchdown. But uh, Cup made the, 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 you know, the catch set up the winning points. Effectively the same result from those plays. But it's remarkable. And um, golly, was it was it something? And and Sean, how incredible! This may be a first as well. How absolutely incredible! I mean, in our society of uh, betting, if you will, um, what would the odds be? What would the odds be? on the first three divisional games, all being decided, not just on the last play, but on a field goal. What, what would that be on the last play of the game? That's yep. remarkable. And um, I think in addition to the Rams, I think NBC was a, was a big winner because, <laughs> boy, you talk about nobody's going away at halftime with Tom Brady on the field, right? And then things started happening, and I'm, I'm sure everybody was flashing back to the Super Bowl against Atlanta. And what was it in that game? 28 to 3? 28 to 3. And yep. uh, you know, things started happening here, there, and uh and he did he did all you could ask of him. I mean, he got the game tied. Um, no. but there was a number nine on the other sideline that uh that had a a real uh you know, a belief and a confidence and what he did we've seen dozens of times. I mean, I think it I think that was his forty third come back you know in the fourth quarter final minute however they categorize it so yeah uh, unbelievable phenomenal and yeah. i'll tell you what bill so much to talk about obviously we were going to start with that uh, not only for the local yeah. connections but i mean the game just ended and I, I like i think like so many of you we're still trying to catch our breath oh by the way yeah. the other game's going yeah. on right now believe it or not right. bill the the bills just got stopped on a drive they actually had to punt <laughs> We haven't seen that for a few weeks. No, no. Is that the first time in uh, how many in the possessions? Playoffs. Eight or nine? Yeah, yeah. in the playoffs. Remarkable. So seven, Remarkable. seven in that one. We'll talk yeah. about the action yesterday and mm -hmm. uh, a couple of legends. Uh, well, their future is kind of up in the air. Right. Although, Bill, I don't know about you. I have a feeling they're going to be back. We'll wait and yeah. see about that. I'll get Bill right. Keenest thoughts on that. Love that you're joining us on a Sunday night right here. It's Gridiron Wrap on 760. Mm -hmm. WJR.
All right, welcome back in. It is indeed Gridiron Rep here on 760 WJR. And uh, Bill, as you mentioned, it is amazing when you think about it. I, I hate this term, but I'm going to go ahead and use it anyway. Uh, walk off field goals. Yeah. I, I don't like the term. I'm saying it mm-hmm. right now, but for lack of a better term, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, yesterday, of course, the Bengals knock off the Titans, 1916, mm-hmm. the Niners shocked the Packers at Lambeau, 1310. And of course, Rams and Bucks, uh, ends that way today as uh, the Rams come away with a 30, 27 victory. Mm-hmm. Bill, I remember talking to you months ago, months ago, because I think you and I were on the same page about something. And we were actually talking about this on the Darren McCarty show heard here on 760 WJR yep. at seven o'clock on Friday. Um, this Bengal team has something special yeah. going on. And and I remember, I mean, this is going back months that you were in Cincinnati and you mm-hmm. and I were yeah. talking about it. And I was like, I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Bengals and yeah. people aren't sleeping on the Bengals any longer. No. And uh, their game wasn't that dissimilar than the Rams game today. They controlled it. Most of the game things happened. The Titans came back um, and uh, Joe Burrow still had to make plays. You know, in the yep. end, after that interception, and that kid is special. And what what I like most about him is what I love most about Matthew. It's the the swagger, the confidence, the belief, the desire, the desire, Sean, to have the ball in your hand with the game tied or you behind by a few points in the last minute of the game. Matthew has always been that way. And, uh, and Burrow has a similar trait. And, uh, you know, Burrow grew up in a, in a, in a football family, you know, his dad was the DC at Ohio U for years, you know, was a all state quarterback at Athens high school in Ohio. Um, you know, and I, I had heard about him years ago from relatives down there. I went to Ohio U and we still have family in, in Athens and in the area. And I heard about this guy and, uh, his circuitous route, you know, to LSU. Think about that, Sean. I mean, LSU didn't have to accept him. He could have been, who knows what could have happened to him. Yep. And is there another young quarterback in the league? Yeah, there's Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. But holy mackerel, what this kid's done in his first couple seasons. And, uh, and oh, yeah, the other thing we talked about, Sean, was when the, the Bengals passed up Panay Soul for, for Chase, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, what are they doing? Well, I think they know what they were doing. Yep, because that kid is magic, and um, they're not afraid to to uh, to put in plays like the 49ers do for Debo Samuel. They'll run him out of the backfield. They'll just get the ball in your playmaker's hands. That's the key. Get it to him in space if you can. Just get it to him. And um, and that that chase. That's what a lot of defenders have done this year. Is just chase him, and you're going to chase him for a long time because he is special. So are the Bengals. You know, uh, Bill, you've seen this more times than you could shake a stick at. You've had to deal with it with the Lions, and you've seen it with other mm-hmm. teams. That's why I, I always, and I, I can tell you from my days of doing the fantasy football stuff, I always used to warn people about this. Make no mistake about it. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the mm-hmm. game. I have no problem saying that, okay? But people think it's easy just to jump right back in and and no. it well it's going to be Derrick Henry. It never works that way. 
Never, no. ever, era, ever. The guy that I saw yesterday, and I'm not taking anything away from the Bengals, okay? Mm-hmm. But the guy that I saw yesterday was not Derrick Henry. It just no, wasn't it, Derrick Henry. It takes time when you're playing at the highest yeah. level you can play at to get back to that game speed. Yeah, and that game shape, and there's cardiovascular shape, and then there's football shape. Yep. And the play that underscored exactly what you said, Sean, was that fourth and a yard maybe, and they stopped him down near the goal line. Yeah. That doesn't happen to Derrick Henry. I don't know that it's ever happened to Derrick Henry, but it did yesterday. And uh, were the Titans a better team because of him? I'm sure they were. But that just speaks to to how well the Bengals played. Not just Joe Burrow. Their defense came up big, obviously, with the uh, turnovers at key times early in the game on the first series, late in the game on the last series. Um, and you know what I loved about what Joe Burrow said after the game? And this is so – it's so true. And I think, you know, God bless you, kid – but Burrow was talking, and he goes, hey, we're young. We don't know what we don't know yeah. <laughs> about pressure and other things. And you know what? He's right. They 100%. Don't know what they don't know. And that's that's a great attitude to have. Let's just have fun. Let's just have fun. And uh, can you imagine, you know, that team going to, to Buffalo or, or Kansas City next week? Um, they might have to shut down the, you know, uh, Cincinnati because the town I'm, I know is on fire. And, and you brought this up. Last week, Sean, um, I'm not sure which which bar the Lookout Tavern. Last yeah, week, yeah, I think that was the name. Of it. Yeah, and, yeah. and they were ta- they were talking about going somewhere last night when they got back too. So, um, how cool is that? A game wow. ball to the to the fans of Cincinnati. I was uh, in a state of shock because Bill. It's easy to say this after the fact, but I don't know if you felt the same way. You felt it coming in the second game yesterday. Uh, the Packers yeah. just allowed the Niners yeah. to hang around. Mm-hmm. And and I'll, I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo, if anybody watched, the guy couldn't throw. I mean, his thumb no. yeah. was so there – were, there were two plays in their arsenal, a running play of some variety or Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo trying to throw the ball on some kind of slant. But he wasn't going yeah. downfield after mm-hmm. a certain point in time in that game. No. And uh, they got the big special team play, mm-hmm. made the big plays when it counted. And the Niners knock off the Packers in Lambeau wow. in, in, in what was – that was an old-school game to me, Bill. It was. I mean, when when they came back for the second half in the first image you saw, it looked like a snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Lambeau filled with the snow and the, and the you know, breathing all the, you know, the, the – smoke and um it was it was classic football like you said and and the 49ers and Packers have had quite a history of those games over the years and and how about how about Aaron Rodgers 0-4 against San Francisco in um in playoff games I mean that gets into your head things like that get into your head or they get into the teammates head um they're people they still have emotion you know they're not robots and Everything, like we've always taught, everything matters. Everything affects the team. And I think the the 49ers went into that game with a little bit of, let's just let it rip. And what happens, happens. And when you got such a good athletic defense, and you you made the perfect point whenever, um, when they weren't turning those drives offensively into touchdowns and kicking field goals, things change. The the defense, in this case, the 49ers gets a little – 
of confidence and momentum, and they look at the scoreboard, and it's a one possession game, maybe two. We're not out of this. We got a chance, and uh, and they all they also probably looked at the game, you know, two weeks ago against the Rams. They're down seventeen nothing on the road, and they came back and won. So they yep. probably figured we've been here before. We can do this again. Mm. Just great stuff. Phenomenal. Uh, I, I, it's been an outstanding weekend of football. It's continuing uh, right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, Bills and Chiefs, 7-7 second quarter. Hasn't been the offensive fireworks that people thought yet. Uh, but for what it's worth, 7-7 game. Uh, oh, just under nine minutes to go in the second quarter. Now, uh, Bill, something to ponder before we go to the break. This is what we call mm-hmm. a tease in the business. Our buddy Eric Dorch, of course, <laughs> our producer here tonight, has already gone on the record in our little chat on our screen. Uh, he thinks Tom Brady retires, and then Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers moves on to either the Bucks or the Titans, but wow. he keeps playing. Uh, Bill, I'm intrigued to hear how you think this Mm -hmm. is going to end, and we will talk about that when we come back. He's Bill Keenest. I'm Sean Belegian. So glad you could join us on a Sunday night here on Gridiron Wrap on 760 WJR. And welcome back. So glad you could join us wherever you are on Sunday night. Uh, uh, Chiefs uh, driving right now in Buffalo Territory, a 7-7 game there before we went to the break uh this is called the payoff uh we were talking about a lot of rumors out there about both tom brady and aaron Rodgers. Uh, our own eric dortch who does such a fantastic job a uh, big sports fan does so many good things behind the scenes said he thinks tb12 is done and aaron Rodgers moves on from green bay to green bay to tampa or the Titans, Bill. You got a you got a gut feeling on this. Have you heard anything? Uh, which way are you leaning in regards to the two of the greats? Well, I mean, there's no yeah, doubt about it. Yeah, and and how I don't even know what the adjective is. How remarkable is it that we're talking about that? You know, after after uh, division playoff games. Um, couple thoughts, Sean. I I thought it was fascinating and impactful that the the potential for Brady retiring after today's game or this year started to trickle out in the media in the last day or two. I thought that was fascinating. The timing of that was fascinating. And I think it was impactful. And where it came from, nobody knows. And in today's age, when it comes to social media, it could have came from nowhere. Yep. It could have been somebody just send something out it's picked up, it's retweeted, it's here, it's there. And now they're talking about it on pregame shows, on national broadcasts. But here's the thing. I also think that it's impactful because maybe it doesn't face Brady at all, but his teammates see that stuff. They hear that. They hear it. Everybody's on social media. I mean, it's not just high school and college kids that's looking at their phone 23 hours a day. It's everybody. I mean, NFL players, you've been through – Locker rooms of all the professional teams, they're always looking at the phones and seeing this, seeing that, especially when it impacts their team. So, you know, with that as a sort of a backdrop, and it, it was mentioned on the broadcast today, um, you know, I, as the game was progressing and, and initially when it looked like the Rams might roll with this this game, um, I thought, gosh, he's not going to want to, he's not going to want to retire after a performance like this. 
he's got just just knowing his mental makeup and how he's approached the game and the preparation and you know that type of thing all these years transforming his body he had the best year i think statistically this year sean that's remarkable remarkable um but the way the game came back or the way he came back in the game the way the bucks came back i think it's probably if it's going to happen at least from my perspective it's more of a chance because of how that game transpired than it would have been in the beginning of the second half now is that silly maybe it is but just knowing what i know about tom brady um i don't think there's any way he would have wanted that to be his final canvas okay his final final work of art if you will but what he did he did what he's done a bunch of times he got his team back with a chance to win a playoff game and uh so i think maybe there is more of a chance that that he could retire um you know he's got a wife, a family. Um, so, you know, there's other factors in his life, obviously. Now, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, boy, oh boy, the thought of him going to the Bucks, to me, if he's going to go anywhere, let me say this. I don't think he is. And I have, I have more confidence in that statement today than I would have a year ago in yeah. January. But I don't think he is. But here's the X factor there. Tom Brady gives Aaron Rodgers a call. Hey, Aaron, you could do it. I did it. Wouldn't that be the ultimate, you know, sort of, you know, gift that Tom Brady could be give the Bucks? Hey, yeah. I'm going to help you get Aaron Rodgers. And with all due respect to the players on the Packers, their salary cap is a mess. I think 44 million that they owe over the cap. I don't know what the Bucks is, but when you look at and and the Bucks were playing with a mash unit at the end of that end of the season. I mean, some of their best players weren't on the field. So Aaron Rodgers can look at that and think, Hmm, what? And Aaron's competitive, right? He may say, you know what? If Tom can do it, I can do it. And wouldn't that be something? And and the, the receivers that he's going to have, I think as a group are better than green Bay. When you look at Evans and, and, um, and Godwin, Godwin, who I think is coming back and, Perryman and and some others they didn't have their full complement um Gronkowski he'll probably you know who knows what he'll do he may go yeah. with with Brady but a very good defense a good offensive line they were thought I don't think that those injuries today didn't hurt the Bucks. so but but as I prefaced it earlier I don't think he will go anywhere I I believe the uh the temperature in the room with Rodgers and the Packer personnel is much better this time of year. I think there was a lot of growth over the last, you know, however many months. Um, the team president, Mark Murphy, is a friend of mine. I've known Mark when he was uh, my first job with Washington. He was a player. He was our starting safety in the Super Bowl um, when we beat the uh, Dolphins back in 83. And he's a brilliant uh, he's a very brilliant, intelligent man. So he can find a way. I think he, I think he'll look at, I think he'll look at everything that a team president GM has to from a football standpoint. And, uh, I don't think he'll do anything irrational. I think he'll do stuff that's logical. Um, but here's the deal. Two straight years as great as, 
as Aaron has played, they haven't made it to the promised land. And um, there's reasons for that. I don't know what they are. I mean, there's reasons. There's a lot of reasons. So, you know, that's going to factor in too, especially, especially with the cap implications that um, that they're going to be facing in the offseason. Yeah, it's going to be. I have a feeling they both play. I, something that you said, Bill, is exactly the way I feel. Knowing Tom Brady, I just don't think Tom Brady wants to walk away after this. I really mm-hmm. don't. I, yeah. I I think you worded that very well. His his final canvas. I, I just don't yeah. think he wants to walk away. That's yeah. just a gut feeling. Um, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. it'd be one thing if he if he showed signs of slippage. I, he was incredible right. this year. Incredible this year. He was. I, I yeah. think they're both going to yeah. play. I I, I really yeah. do. I think they're both going to play next year. Well, I think, and again, I don't know what the Bucks cap situation is, but if Brady gets back all those guys that that he had for the majority of the season, the offensive line gets help. Um, why why can't they win again? I mean, for he, he's a he's a medical marvel, a human marvel, a physical marvel, a genetic marvel. He's a marvel. I mean, for him to do what he's done to take care of his body the way he has and to perform the way he has is incredible. It, I mean, it's generational. It's once in a lifetime. Um, so yeah, he can definitely come back uh, yeah. physically, physically he can come back, but, but there, there's I, the family. I, I side was going to say to you in regards to Aaron Rodgers, I, I have a confession to make. I, I almost feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going to see the priest to make a confession to you. <laughs> and, and you are, you are the guy that, um, I know as a Lions fan, I shouldn't be a fan of Aaron Rodgers. Somewhere along the way, Bill, I don't know what happened. I I don't want to say I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers, but gosh, do I like watching him play football. Yeah, I really, like at some point in time, I I got so sick and tired of him punching me in the gut so many times. And then one day I like woke up and I was like, Boy, I just enjoy watching this guy play football. I think both yeah. things can coexist here. Help me out. No, there's no question. Um, respect is a is a word used a lot in our business, and that's called respect. Yeah. I mean, I mean, imagine if if Tom Brady wasn't around. Yeah, we. Yeah, he is around. But Aaron Rodgers, the platform and the pedestal that he would be on right now would be ten miles higher. Yep. It would be. Yep, because he's doing it at a at an advanced stage as well. The accuracy that he has thrown the ball over the years is remarkable. I mean, the thing that always used to get me with him, it'd be third and seven, third and eight. You know, our secondary would would lock down on coverage. That'd be a rush. It'd step out of the pocket and then just start taking off running and make the first down by a yard. You know, he did that so many times where he would find a way, keep a drive moving, and then he would throw one of those lasers, you know, down to whoever it might have been, Randall Cobb or whoever. Um, And, uh, yeah, uh, remarkable, remarkable. He's a different guy. I think we all know that. Um, But. Uh, and also, I thought he did a pretty good job on Jeopardy, in case you were going to ask me that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't think he was that bad. I thought he was okay. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he took he took the, the shot at his coach in stride yeah. and, and had some fun with it. Oh, and, yeah, uh, that was no, that I, was I agree with cool. you. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Uh, yeah. By the way, the Chiefs did score again. They are on top of mm-hmm. uh, 14. 
14 to seven. Uh, Patrick Mahomes yeah. with a touchdown run and a touchdown pass uh, to Pringle. So they have a 14 7 yeah. lead with a buck 52 to go in the second quarter, just to yeah. give you a heads up there. Uh, so much to do before we get out of here, our final segment of the show. Uh, so glad you could join us. His name is Bill Keenest. I'm Sean Belegian. This is Gridiron Rap on 760 WJR. All right. Welcome back. Uh, so glad you could join us here on a Sunday night. 760 WJR. Uh, he's Bill Canis. I'm Sean Belegian. Um, thank you, Eric Dorch. I did not see this in our haste to kind of get ready for the show, and there's another game going on. Uh, we missed a lot of the particulars in the post game, but Bill, I'm sure you see this up on our screen. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, when asked about retirement, said, and I quote, I have not put a lot of thought into it. We will just go ahead and take that day by day. End quote. Hmm. Yeah, that's a little interesting. And it it does, as we would have expected when we talked about what will factor into his decision, um, we will, which obviously means his, his family, his wife, and, and others close to him, probably his parents. So, uh, yeah, it remains to be seen. That That's interesting. Um, he certainly didn't shoot it down. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he didn't shoot it down. Uh, which he had an opportunity to do so. And you, you, I guarantee you that he knew that question was coming. There's no doubt whatsoever. He knew that question was coming because there's no doubt. He knew some of the chatter that was out there before the game. Um, I guarantee you the PR staff of the bucks informed him, his agent informed him, his wife informed him, teammates talked, you know, he knew. So there's no question that he knew that uh, that he knew to expect that question in the post game press conference. Uh, bills are driving, by the way. Uh, I'm doing my best not to look. If you see my <laughs> head tilt this way, yeah. Bill, you know I'm looking at the TV. So yeah. I'm I'm doing my best not to look that way. But yeah. I do have game cast up. Uh, they've got a first down on the KC 18 with 49 yeah. seconds left. Look at these quarterback numbers uh, so far. Just something uh, of interest. And it goes to show you how much the game has changed. The Bills just did score, by the way, uh, Josh Allen uh, with a touchdown pass. Uh, Josh Allen, 15 of 18. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 10 of 14. Combined, they're 25 of 32 with a couple of touchdowns. I mean, Bill, let there be no mistake, this is a quarterback's league. No question. No question. And that's what the fans want. Uh, that's what the media want. That's what everybody wants. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, and again, look at this 14, 14, uh, with the extra point, uh, going into halftime. It's another one of those games. I mean, is anybody out there going to bet it doesn't go down to a, uh, to a, a game winning field goal? <laughs> yeah. But zeros on the clock. I don't I'm think not so. taking that bet. No way. <laughs> not, not the way this weekend's been. I'm with no. you. Oh, unreal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been so. so much fun. You know, it's going to be yeah. interesting. San Francisco and L.A. in the yeah. uh, NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. And, um, you know, Bill, I know I have no business doing this, but mm-hmm. the Niners just seem to be limping there. It is, it, yeah. It's a miracle yeah. that they're to this point with, with right. the amount of injuries that they've mm-hmm. had and some key injuries as well. Yeah. But they got there. And I'll tell yeah. you what, there's something about that team – don't get me no wrong. I, I'm 
call my shot now. I think the Rams are getting to the Super Bowl. I really do. Yeah. But but this Frisco team, if they haven't shown you yet mm-hmm. that they've got some magic of their own, no doubt. Um, we could be in for a surprise next week. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a great game. Um, I think the 49ers defense is an X factor. Um, and I think a key for the Rams is going to be, you know, getting Whitworth back, you know, the offensive tackle. Not necessarily because his replacement played poorly today. I don't think that's the case at all. But his veteran leadership during a game, on the field, on the sidelines, that means something, Sean. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um, and then just the depth that that would give the O-line. Um, and 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 Akers will be better, you know, next week than this week. You have to assume that. You have to believe that. It's hard. You've heard this. We've heard this a million times. It's hard to beat a team three times in one season. Rarely does it happen. Um, but, yeah, at some point, the 49er Magic – you know, may run out, but no one's going to bet against them. No. Um, and sort of, and Jimmy G, you know, sort of like what uh, Joe Burrow said, there's some of the, we don't know what we don't know. You know, how are we still winning? And, and Sean, we've seen it so many times. A team like San Francisco, right? As much as I, I want the Rams to win, I do. I want Matthew Stafford in that Super Bowl so badly. Okay. But, um, how many times have teams gotten into the playoffs on the last weekend? Green Bay did it. Green Bay did it uh, when they beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. And and that was what, the 15, I think 15th season? Or uh, no, 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 no. No, 10. 10. Yep. And you know, you know how they got in, Sean? The Lions beat Tampa in Tampa to end our forever road losing streak. Okay. Dave Rayner who played at Michigan State and Oxford, kicked a, a field goal on the end of regulation and in overtime. We beat Tampa. They finished 10-6. and six. If they had beaten us, they would have gone to the Super Bowl, not the Packers. Okay? Yeah. The Steelers did that when they won the Super Bowl in Detroit. Yeah. They got in on the last week. So when the playoffs happen, you know, it's a different game. It's a different world. And the 49ers, look what they've done so far. Um, so no one, no one's going to... Um, vote against them no or, or uh bet against them there's no doubt isn't isn't that crazy bill it, yeah. it just it, when i talk to you sometimes these memories come flooding back yeah. uh that packer team wins the super bowl and yeah. then the next year they come out and they were dominant absolutely yeah. they, that was yeah. a dominant team went 15 and one you're right and then got crushed in the first game yeah. of the playoffs against the mm-hmm. giants who went on mm-hmm. to win the super bowl I, and, and it was it's it's so strange how that yeah. works itself out because you're absolutely right. A, mm-hmm. a team that like literally needed help to get yeah. in gets in right. and it, then they roll the next year and they get rolled in the first game of the playoffs. That's the beauty amazing. of the National Football League, man. It, it really, really is. is. Yeah, it really is. It's amazing. Um, I mean, the number one seeds are out, you know, yep. um, you know, who to thunk it. Um, but that's the beauty of it. The key is. Just get in, and then anything can happen. And certainly this year is a testament to that belief and that reality, and it's happened over the years. So the the key for me, Sean, and we didn't touch on it. I know we don't have much time, but I want to see a lot of blue and gold in that stadium next week and not a lot of red. (laughs) You know, that was something we talked about. Um, and, And the Titans actually went out into the media with a plan to uh, to prevent 
uh, Bengal fans from taking over their whole home field advantage. So just one more thing we can look at, look forward to next week. Yeah, no doubt about that. It was funny. You you hit me up yesterday with that exact or a couple days yeah. ago, as it were, with that exact thing. I mean, something that you have to avoid. Yeah. Hey, I know we, we only have a couple minutes, but I wanted to run this by you. Do you have any thoughts on the whole rest versus rust? Because everybody is going to be talking. I've already seen some of it of, boy, the number one seeds look like they, you know, that yeah, week up yeah. hurt them. Do, yeah. do you have thoughts on that, Bill? Do you think I, I do? I do, Sean. And I was just going to say that in my last sort of, you know, statement there. I wonder if teams, if they had the choice, what they would prefer. Um, I wonder what the league, the league, I, I don't believe, I don't know. But there's, I mean, on one hand, yeah, it's great because there's upsets. Everybody has a chance. Um, do you want your number one seeds going down? Um, you know, if, if as everybody believes, there'll be another team added to the, to the league or another game added to the league. And with that, you know, the p- potential for expansion, all that, you know, is always a topic. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I could see where you get to a point where you eliminate the buy. Um You know, I don't, I haven't heard that, but that's a great question because I think there's probably a, a, a stat out there that shows historically being the one number one seed, at least in the NFL, maybe not in the NBA. Okay. I think the NBA is different. The one sport that immediately comes to mind, um, the teams that are better usually always win, uh, based on the regular season, but in the NFL, um, it's interesting. Um, I guarantee you the Packers and, uh, and the Titans probably would have wished they had played the week before now. Well, you know? for people, for people out there that don't know, Bill is a big hockey fan. As you know, Bill, yeah. that is a big discussion in the national yeah. hockey league. Is it, yeah. Rest yeah. versus rust. I mean, it, right. it's, it's right. always, you know, when let's say the flyers, the flyers smoke the Islanders in the first round of yeah. the playoffs, they, they sweep them in four and then they have to right. wait to see who their opponent yeah. is because the other series went seven. No doubt. Yeah. That's a huge factor. Well, see it time and time again. Isn't that the the, the sentiment of, of why the Tigers got swept by the Cardinals or lost the World Series? They Good had call. like 10 days off. That was Good ridiculous. Call. Yep. Um, so there's no question. Momentum, Sean, um, emotion, all those things mean something. And if you're not playing – what are they doing? They're taking a break too. They're taking yep. a break too. That's exactly it. Yeah. Hey, always a pleasure. The hour flies yeah. by bill. Look forward to doing it again next week. Uh, 14, 14, just before the half, but Kansas city threatening uh, late. So we'll all tune in to see how that turns out. Eric Dorch. Thank you for everything that you do. Bill Keenest. Always a pleasure for Bill Keenest. I'm Sean Belegian. Thanks so much for joining us. Gridiron wrap on 760 WJR. Have a great night, everybody.